0: Okay.
1: All right. Ladies and gentlemen, three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode number 144, the 30th December 2017 of the Legion of Myth live stream, the final live stream for 2017, unless, you know, we get wacky all of a sudden. I am your host, Alex on Marsh, with you as always is secondary backup host, just in case of emergency, (laughs) break glass for Heathen Dog.
0: Wow, thank you for marginalizing me, I appreciate it. I didn't mean to. Yay! I'm, I'm not those saying those you... were chosen with care. Were they? That'd
1: be <laughs> yes. a first. That's just ask my wife. Um. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's good to see you today, Heathen Dog.
0: Thank you. Good to see you. You know you could do this job without me. You've done it. I have, but That's right. I've always had uh, problems with with my guest hosts mm.
1: See, the problem is you need to find someone semi competent like you. I mean, fully competent like you.
0: <laughs> oh, there you go. That's it. <laughs> That's
1: my problem. Damn it. (laughs) That's your problem. Be a little too competent, son. We don't cotton that in this army. Do you know what we do cotton to? What's that? The segment's today. It is our 2017 review. 2017 has been a bang-up year, my friends. Uh, You know what? Do you know what I love most about this year, Heathen Dog? What's that? The butt hurt. The butt hurt? The butt hurt. There's been so many crying about everything. There's people crying about who got elected president. There's people yep. crying that the person-elect president isn't loved enough. There's people crying about everything, and it's wonderful. It makes me smile because everyone's wrong. Okay. That's right. Aren't you with me there? Uh,
0: I I'm I'm with you that the that uh, our our little corner of the world uh, cries like little babies a little more than they should, especially nowadays. I mean I, I don't, I'm not gonna All jump right. on that bandwagon, but there's a lot back of people back in my day nonsense, but. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I I think I'm pretty objective on this one, and the fact that I think people pe- people's butts should have a little more iron in them and, a, Just, and a l- well, less... maybe
1: because it's so much easier to share butt hurt than it's ever been. That now you like you have a minor butt hurt and you can share it with the entire universe, and you can get other people who really wouldn't have said anything before It's like, yeah, yeah, me that's too. right. This My is hurt's a little bit like that too. That's right. This is a
0: giant deal,
1: you know. And all of a sudden, you know, something that you know people are making mountains out of molehills and complaining about the mountains in their backyard.
0: But luckily we're doing the opposite on this one. Well, I am. You're 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 just you're just showing people that that that, that some people shouldn't be allowed to write comics. But me, no, <laughs> that's, that's what I do. I I am going to I, I went through all of the anime I reviewed in two thousand seventeen. Every single one. Yes. And I found the best one. The best close. one singular? The best singular anime uh... I have reviewed year i'm excited about that and i'm going to show it to you again in case you the case the people here which i know right now there are not you've all seen every single one of our episodes i know you have packs
1: i i know that it's but i'm i'm okay i'm waiting for it to be buddy complex
0: it's not gonna be be buddy Complex. what
1: what that was the best anime i recommended to you all year
0: yeah, yeah. It was the best anime you recommended to me. So this is the best it's... anime that I have recommended, to, or I have reviewed to our audience.
1: Of course, it's also the only one I recommended to you this year. So, that yeah. is true. Yeah, yes. Doesn't hurt. Alright, uh, that is, I'm looking forward to that in Heathen Dogma. In Gartha's Compul*. we're going to talk about the best storyline, in my opinion, of what I have read um, in 2017. The biggest train wreck in comics of 2017. Comic storylines, that is. Not,
0: not other events.
1: Trains. Because there are plenty of those. And the Golden Pooh Award. What was the worst stinker in comic storylines this year? Might be an individual issue. Might be a huge, giant, multi thingy babob. But we shall see when it happens. Yes, we shall.
0: Yes. And then after that, our random number generator, we decided that we were going to pick two movies. Garth, I'll pick one. I'll pick another. That we thought were our favorites that came out in 2017
1: or more succinctly i said movie x was the best of the year and he said i don't know if i'd call it the best let's go with our favorite films i said all right and that's what there happened. there you go there you go because we're not he, he's not willing to stand upon the hill of best no, but no favorite because, because, he's willing to you do know,
0: some some movies i really love but are just horrible movies but they're fun and one of those came out this year <laughs> so I, had, I,
1: got... I have so many jokes I could have said about that sentence, usually involving adult content, but I didn't well, say there them because I'm a kind person. There you are. Sometimes. I try. Sometimes. You do. I give it a minimal effort. But, ladies and gentlemen, we are not doing minimal effort here today. This is maximum effort. And that's why you have maximum protection from the disclaimer. The opinions expressed in this episode are solely the opinions of the individual host or commentator and are not representative of the entire Legion of Myth organization, while we make an effort to provide a family-friendly atmosphere that may be occasionally is a foul or even offensive language. Thank you for your understanding and continued viewership.
0: Yay.
1: As always, uh, well, you could like, subscribe, or comment to everything we do on Legion of Myth. Uh, you can do it through Twitch, through YouTube, Reddit, Facebook, at Legion of Myth at Twitter, through our Discord, and get the audio version audio version of this through soundcloud itunes or google play music and we will go over more details on that at the end but for now memorize the screen
0: just burning your brain that's right okay now move on
1: move on (laughs) if you want to support the legion of myth you can do so through a twitch subscription a patreon subscription uh a Streamlabs donation direct through paypal or getting our gear at shop.spreadshirt.com bam yes bam uh my shirt's in the wash.
0: Yeah. Mine mine's got a stain on it.
1: <gasps> well, you shouldn't be changing the brakes while wearing your Legion of G-Myth shirt.
0: Yeah. 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 Alright. Uh oh. Chat chat's dead. Did the chat die? I mean I have to I have to resuscitate the chat. I didn't realize <laughs> it was dead until just now.
1: Oh, so it is. That's not good. That's my fault.
0: Hang on, don't worry. Don't worry. I got it. Alright, save it. it. Save us all. I'm gonna save you all. There you go. Right. Thank you. Chat's
1: saved. You. Your well, support made that possible. It's true. We almost <laughs> ran out of funding at that moment. It's a good <laughs> thing that someone was there through Streamlabs to get Heathen Dog to be able to fund that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So now, without further ado, I present to you the thing that makes it possible to endure life on a harsh planet. A lot of you are having trouble this year. I know. I feel it. I feel you here, I hear it out in the streets. There's rage, there's anger, but you can drag it to next year, and the thing that'll get you through is Heathen Dogs, anime on the stream. Yes. Best of
0: 2017. 2017. Because there is a best. There is. Not released in 2017, but reviewed in 2017. No, reviewed in 2017, exactly. That's what I said. Like I said, I went back through all of my anime that I reviewed this year, looked at every single one, Okay, yeah, I eliminated anything that had under a four-star rating immediately. Just threw that in the bin, like that. And then
1: wacky second part of berserk. It was the first part of the berserk where it just kind of went went. It was
0: the first part of the berserk where it just went all crazy. Now, uh, whoever, no, the the berserk arc three made the made the top ten. Didn't make it past the top five, but it made the top ten. Oh, that's impressive. Now, speaking of the top five, let's uh, let's let's take a look at who almost made the cut. Well, we got Black Bullet here. Black Bullet, um, an amazing anime. Broad scope. Huge themes. Uh, It has uh, interpersonal conflict, political conflict. It has uh, uh, socioeconomic uh, issues. It has uh, uh, sociopolitical issues. uh, But it all it's all woven perfectly into the story. But it didn't quite have the character growth i was looking for so i had to move on log horizon now as you know a favorite of mine i mean uh if, if you're talking about uh, people trapped in a game world if you ask any anyone who watches anime to name three log horizon is going to be one of the three all right it has an amazing story it has amazing character development the animation not quite there i mean it's Little, It's a little, like, early 2000s animation. Hey, Lily. It came out. it came out much later than that. So I had to give it a pass. Now, uh, the Irregular at Magic High School. Strong characters. I mean, the main character is friggin' cool. Yeah, I've heard he nothing but good things cool. about this one from all yes. sources. He exudes cool. And the world is nice. It has a, has a, has a nice take on the magic technology hybridization type thing. But... Unlike the manga, it really didn't uh, port over its story well to the anime.
1: Fair enough, fair enough.
0: They really had to chop it up, and it could have been so much better. And then we had Majestic Prince, uh, space opera, uh, genetically engineered humans, into machines to, to fight deadly space aliens. What's not to That's like? That's pretty cool. I right? like that, yeah. Exactly. What's not to like? Again, I had problem with character development.
1: Yeah, it looks like they it have Velma ready? on their team, too.
0: <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> Big busted Velma. Over, over, hey,
1: Velma's right. hiding something under that sweater. That's all I'm saying.
0: Hey, she's hiding something. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it's something. But, uh, yeah, it wasn't quite there. But the winner, when it came right down to it, after I, after I saw it, There really was no other choice. Assassination Classroom. Oh yeah. The only anime I gave five stars.
1: That's true.
0: Yeah. We're gonna do a recap for Assassination Classroom because this is the end of the year episode and that's always a vacation fest. Is it? Yes, it is.
1: Yeah, we're talking about class
0: though. It's always a rehash. Talking about school on vacation. That's weird.
1: Through the looking glass
0: here. The whole premise behind this thing is uh, we have uh, Kuro, which is a, which is a nickname uh, for monster, which you can see in the picture, the big round yellow guy with tentacles. Uh, he gave an ultimatum to the Japanese government: I will blow up the world in one year unless someone can kill me. But. During this time, the only people who are allowed to kill me are people employed by the the Japanese government and uh, children that I'm going to teach for the entire year. I'm going to teach children. That's what I'm going to do with the last year of of the world before I blow it up. I'm going to teach them. And uh, as a seeming demonstration of his power, he blew up 70% of the moon.
1: Just boom. That's uh, that's pretty impressive. We kind of need that moon.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, we got it still. It's just a lot smaller. tides aren't as cool i guess i don't know <laughs> <laughs> they, they they actually at the end of the series they 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 went through a couple of the of the tropes and tribulations that the climate change stuff like that happened because of the moon oh. but you know i didn't want to get into it just because i didn't want to try uh, to verify all that science yeah yeah that, that dragged it down a bit right so so uh he he went to uh, the most prestigious junior high in the, one of the most prestigious junior highs in the country, and he decided he wanted to teach the worst class there, Class 3E, populated by losers and, and people who are about to drop out or held back or whatever. The the worst of the worst. And he's going to teach them for his final year. And the government, at the same time, can teach them how to kill him. So, yay. yay. And uh, the, the government... Has a bout Oh you know what? I'm going to get into the particulars before we get into that. All right. Okay. Directed by uh, Sejikishi, uh, written by Makoto U- Uezu, I guess. Uh, music by N- Nakoi Sato. Studio is Lurch, I guess. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Lurch, Looks like I mean- Lurchay. <laughs> it looks like Larche, but that sounds too French. I can't do that. Licensed by Mad Matt Entertainment, Funimation, and Anime Limited. Original network was Fuji TV. Original run was uh, January 9, 2015 to June 19, 2015. For a total of 35 episodes, which you can still watch on Hulu. Now, let's get to our main character. Main character, Kuro Sensei. Monster Sensei. Monster Teacher. Yes, Monster Teacher. He is the he is the main... Uh, we'll, we'll call him protagonist because this... Uh, this this anime has it. It doesn't give you in the beginning a clear protagonist and a clear antagonist, because this guy says he's going to destroy the world. So how can he be the good guy? The government wants to kill him. Tries to kill him all day long. Has a bunch of children trying to kill him. So well, exactly does that make good if you're trying guy?
1: to get kids to kill someone.
0: Yeah, but if 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 the literal fate of the world is that, is at stake. Yeah. Then you use whatever tool you have in the toolbox. Fair right? All right. Now, uh, everyone says he's of alien origin. But he says, nope, I was born on Earth. Everyone's like, what? Uh, and they explain it through the anime, but at first you can understand why no one believes that. Right. Yeah, because, you know, look at his mug.
1: Yeah, I mean, you don't see people like that walking down the street very often.
0: Right. Now, the reason the government has such a hard time killing him is because his body... Is a, uh, a uh, so far once once in a lifetime uh, merging of matter and antimatter in a symbiotic state. How is that possible? Well, technically, it's not. That, that's why I said miracle, lifetime thing. It's
1: not, but now, it but it happened.
0: Exactly. Now, uh, what 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 he can do is uh, when his cells become damaged, uh, he can he can implode. Some antimatter, a little, a, a little antimatter atom, in his body. Use that massive amount of energy to spark instant cellular regeneration. Fair
1: so enough. even
0: if you took him down in a single shot, to one cell, he would instantly regenerate because the obviously the antimatter explosion has enough energy to power this and much more. To instantly regenerate his entire body, just like that. So killing him with conventional weapons is not possible. Right. It's not possible. And plus, uh, with this overabundance of energy, he can move at speeds up to and including Mach 20. Now, I don't mean like, oh, he, if he gets a bit of a run-up. No. He can instantly, like, no acceleration time required, go from zero to Mach 20 in less than a fraction of a second. That's pretty impressive. Yes. Now, uh, at this point... I would give you a vi- I would give you a clip of him doing just that. But... but but instead, I'm going to give you a link.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to like demonstrate.
0: No, I'm going to give you a link to the original uh, the original review, which has which has uh, successfully defended itself against copyright infringement. <laughs> so you can watch it all day long. <laughs> We're still but, uh, in the midst of this, that. Yeah, yeah, we're 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 in a hot button thing right now. We don't want to talk about. It. Shut up. We don't want to talk. Anyway, uh, the the government has a a certain material that uh, stops him from being able to rapidly regenerate for several seconds around the areas where this material is touched. Like even touching him uh, kills his cells and stops him from being able being able to regenerate for several seconds. So if they make weapons out of this stuff, like bullets, knives, shrapnel, grenades, stuff like that, then theoretically it could kill him. But they haven't had a whole lot of luck because, number one, uh, you can't outfit an entire military with this stuff. It's just too expensive. And number two, he's so fast that they haven't been able to actually hit him with some of it yet. But they're pretty sure it'll work. But they, but no, 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 no. They They know it'll work. They know it'll work. They they they've seen it happen because the very first time he was attacked by, it, he didn't care. He didn't dodge. Oh, he didn't move. He just let it stab him. He, didn't move. he just let it happen. It's like, "What the what?" It's like, "Oh my god, really?" And the, the scientists are like, "Oh my god, really? It works." <laughs> and so and from then on he started dodging and they're like, "Crap, it's worse now that he's dodging." <laughs> 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 now it just makes me sick trying to watch him. Because he, he can move so fast. He actually makes a uh, uh, Yeah, cuz uh of Yeah, vertigo. Yeah. Yeah, so you get like, oh, geez, come on now. Now, uh, the way he teaches his class is the mindset of an assassin. You know, uh, an assassin plans, uh, uh, goes over every contingency, practices, executes the plan, and moves on. That's how he teaches his students to tackle their classwork along with their assassination of him. Makes sense. Make a plan, practice the plan. Follow through with the plan. If it didn't work, move on. Get a new plan. Quitting is not an option because the world's going to blow up. So, there you go. Yeah, that'll be rough when you got in no world. Exactly. And it turns out he's really good at it. He's a natural teacher. I mean, he uh, his instincts are usually right. You know, he'll, he'll see a kid struggling or he'll see a kid angry. And his his uh, his instinct... On what's really wrong is usually spot on so that's great that is great yeah now let's let's take a look at the kids the students of uh, class 3e now like i said they are the worst the worst of the school <laughs> now, actually the, the the way the school principal set this up is that uh, uh everyone else who's not in class 3e he makes sure that they should feel lucky that they are actually the privileged to not be in class 3e. And if you do not do well in your studies, you will be moved to class 3e and your life will be over. That's how, <laughs> that's how he gets everyone else to work harder. Makes sense to me. Yes. And that's probably one of the reasons why this class was chosen by Koro Sensei. Now, the, uh, the Japanese government uh, gave these children... A bonus like if one of you, or all of you, or a group of you, or even all of you collectively, kill this monster before the deadline, obviously. Because if you kill him after the deadline, then yeah,
1: it's, you don't got a planet, so
0: yeah, you don't know planets, I don't know what you're gonna get, but you get 10 billion yen. That's now, a pretty good chunk of change. Uh, uh, now, uh, yen is weird, all right, it's still a Not lot. Exact. Hey, well, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up right now because the last time I looked it up was the last time that I did this.
1: Is it enough to buy a new graphics card? Because that's really my concern <laughs> level right now. I think it is.
0: Yen to USD. Okay, Japanese yen. One, ten. There you go. Ten. One, two, three. One, two, three. One, two, three. Million, thousand, million. Oh, one more. Bang. Uh, it doesn't go that high oh no it says no w that's not that's not a real number in life oh no 10 10 billion i got it 10 billion that is actually only 88.7 million u.s dollars no oh, you
1: can't live on that
0: no no there's nothing i mean the the lottery's better than that i mean come on
1: a lot of times yeah
0: yeah so
1: powerball okay. hit a, was it was a powerball hit a billion dollars
0: no, no, they, I think the highest it ever got was 680 or 720. There's
1: one of them, Thomas Powerwall, where it actually you know got so high it maxed out all the score, all the boards, that they were 999. It was actually over a billion. Really? Wow. Yep.
0: That was a couple years ago. Oh, wow. Okay. Now, uh, this is still a hefty sum.
1: Yes, yes, yes.
0: So the, the kids, even though they're, they're kids, they're like, well, we're in the class that's going to lose. All right. We're not going to make anything with our lives. 88 million USD would probably help us a lot in life, like to keep us fed and in clothing.
1: Yep, Got like that. So
0: yeah. So they're like, okay, we got a backup plan. School wasn't working out. Now we can just kill folk or just one guy and be set for life. So they, they give it a shot. They give it their, they give it their really bad education. Try <laughs> now uh, after a while, when they figure out that, yes, he is an excellent teacher and yes, he does really care about them. And they actually start learning things and doing better in school, becoming better people, they feel torn. It's just like,
1: it's like the plot of Boy Meets World.
0: I never watched that. You're
1: better off not doing so.
0: Thank you. But uh, they, they, they feel torn because, yes, they have to kill him. Because, you know, blowing up the world. But they all genuinely like him. And he genuinely likes them. So, duh. But, uh, but he's still it, trying
1: to train them to assassinate him.
0: Yes, he's still training them. He's training them to assassinate him. And every once in a while, he'll give them tips. Little little tips, like, uh, even the government doesn't know this. You know, so he's actually trying to help them. He wants them to succeed.
1: But I tend to sleep between 10 p.m. and stuff like that.
0: <laughs> actually, he doesn't sleep. <laughs> well, I wouldn't think so. No. Anyway, let's, uh, let's go on to uh, the main character, Adults, in this one. Uh, Karasuma and Irina. Uh, Karasuma, he's a black ops soldier. Soldier, sorry, and uh, he is a he's a hitman. He's an assassin, but uh, because uh, because he taught in sniper school and he taught in uh, the the uh, Japanese equivalent of uh, uh, ranger school, uh, he has a teaching cert- certificate. So he is allowed to be hired as a teacher, and he is their physical education teacher. What he's actually teaching them is assassination techniques during their phys ed classes that'll work he's doing he's giving them physical education he's giving them physical conditioning but he's also teaching them how to shoot how to how to wield knives how to set traps you know basic and advanced tactics stuff like that so that that's his job in this now Irina is uh, hired by the government uh she is uh she is a master of languages so she comes in hired as the as their language as their language instructor uh, she's she's really uh, the one of the world's greatest uh, freelance assassins, and uh, she she tries to kill Kuro Sensei and fails, but uh, her handler says, "No, you were you were paid half up front and half when it's over, so you better stick to it." So she has to stay. Now she's mean and an awful woman. Awful, I can tell awful by person. her nickname. Yes, the the children call her Bitch Sensei. That's because that's how she acts. And I guess it's please, deserved. Yeah, so it's deserved. I mean, that's that's how she acts, and she hates she hates teaching. She just gives she gives it like lip service, and that's it. So they're not really <laughs> learning a whole lot from her. But, I had
1: teachers like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that that's just that's yeah you know, that's how it goes. Now, who are the antagonists of the show? Well, one could say the students, because they got a 10 billion reasons to kill this guy who's supposedly the, the protagonist and as you can see from the picture here they're all carrying firearms loaded with uh, the special special uh, uh, element bullets
1: would not want to be the front row at that moment
0: actually no he is not allowed to harm any, any no i just
1: mean like from other idiots with no fire discipline shooting you from behind
0: oh yeah, yeah that, that, that that's the thing though um uh they they made it so even even if a human even if a kid shot another kid by accident it, it wouldn't do any any uh, lasting harm i mean you you might if you hit just right you might crack a rib it's it's kind of like being hit so it's with like a,
1: with a... so it's like centered ammunition
0: yeah like like a, a beanbag shotgun you know like right. if you get hit in the wrong place you'll break a bone well but centered generally... ammunition
1: is the kind of the issue to like uh air patrol uh so you actually fire inside a plane did it? It'll stop it, a it guy, but it won't go through a plane wall.
0: Right, yeah. This one won't it is not considered lethal damage to a human. But it'll hurt like the Dickens, and it, if you hit the right place it'll break a bone, but that's about it. You know, it, the, the skull's too thick. You can shoot someone yeah. in the back of the head with a yeah. and It's just gonna hurt a All lot. Right. And it's right. not fair enough. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, throughout the series, because of the, the training from their from their black ops guy, uh uh, Karasuma and uh, and from the training, from uh, Kuro Sensei himself, they they get better and better, and their plans get better and better. There's less holes, you know. It it takes him it it takes Kuro Sensei more time to get out of the trap, or to see the trap coming, or to or to escape the 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 bad effects that that they found out. Like there there was one time, where they found out that uh, uh, his body absorbs water and this slows him down so the one one trap was uh they had him watching a movie of all the horrible horrible pervy things he's done throughout the year <laughs> that, that was just a cover they, they were slowly uh filling filling the floor with water so slowly in fact that he didn't feel it until wait a minute why do i feel so heavy oh my god this place is flooding and then then they then the trap starts you know so, yeah, so they, they get smarter, they get better at it. Now, there was a point toward the end where the class was separated into two groups. The groups who wanted to help Kuro-sensei and have him not blow up the world or do your job and kill him so he doesn't blow up the world. These two factions went to war with each other. The last The last person standing... Wins the argument, and the whole class rallies behind that answer. Fair enough. So yeah, their love for their teacher was, you know, normally not great enough to for not you know to offset not wanting the world to blow up. But uh, toward the end, it came to a head, and the, the, those those two factions made a uh, faux warfare, kind of like a war games scenario mm-hmm. type thing, where uh, you know whoever won, that was the argument that won. Which I thought was neat, you know, and no one died, and everything, and they all—they all said okay, because they're all trained. But by this time, they've they been in assassination classroom for so long; they are all disciplined. So if their team lost, they okay, we follow the decision of the winner, and then and then we put a hundred percent effort toward that goal. That was great. It is great. Now, what about the other antagonists? What about the government, the Japanese government? Obviously, this is General MacArthur, but. He's cooler looking than many Japanese generals I found online. So there you are. Plus he's got that damn pipe. Look at that pipe.
1: That's a heck of a pipe.
0: That's a pipe, damn it. So they they are tenacious and have deep pockets. They're obviously, on the surface, a threat. Now, they are tempered by the need for secrecy because they don't want people to know that this thing exists. Because if they find out this thing exists, then they're going to find out how powerful it is. Then they're going to find out that he's going to blow up the world in a year and that would cause panic throughout the entire world. Everyone would would blame Japan and probably nuke Japan in hopes of killing the creature. Like they're going to get nuked again. And so they, they're keeping that that's bad. They they don't like that. They're just keeping that secret. Now, uh, to be effective, the government is too straightforward and obvious. I mean, they they're too strict in their in their tactics and ways of thought. They they just can't catch it. They 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 can't trick him. They can't get him in a trap. He sees him coming a mile away. I mean, the the children's second or third attempt, uh, uh, looked at by by any military leader, was would be considered absolutely brilliant. And they had many more attempts after that, which were better. So the government didn't have a chance. Not a chance. The guy that did. Was the actual main antagonist who goes by the name of Shiro. Now he is a super Bond-like villain. He's got the voice modulation. He never shows his face. He does this a lot. <laughs> you know, like all I mean, good villains should. Exactly. He has he has secret weapons. He has uh, he has uh, 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 underground research facilities. You know, he is the stereotype Bond villain dude. He loves uh employing not only high science but but like just heart-wrenching psychological attacks i mean uh he's not allowed to to have any of the children die under his care so he will he will put the children in danger to put to put kuro sensei into a compromising position
1: where he has to rescue the kids
0: where he has to rescue the kids, and now he's you know opened up a flank, or now he's vulnerable to a certain kind of attack or whatever. a pretty smart idea, story. really. Yeah, it's a pretty smart idea. It's low. Yeah, it's not noble, but you know, but if it wins you know, you do what you do. You know, you gotta save the world. Now he will get the ten billion yen, but it doesn't seem like he wants it. I mean, throughout the entire show, this seems personal. But Kuro Sensei says, "I don't know who this guy is." I've never met this dude before. But this guy has got a—he's got beef. I, no, one, no one until the very end of the show, you don't know who he is and why he's got beef. And then you're like, uh, I get it. So I I'm knew it the be- whole time. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not going to tell you. But what I'm going to say is I'm still giving this thing five stars. I watched it again this week. And it, it holds up. The, all of the character development is absolutely bananas i mean uh every single kid in class 3e gets their time to shine some more than others mind you you know there are, there's about five or seven kids out of the 22 or 23 kids in that class that get the most screen time but everyone gets everyone gets a before and after everyone gets like oh i'm i'm a loser that's why i'm in this class to to my character has grown and developed and this is my new new trajectory in life. There was
1: a person they... with a food gun? Sorry? Was there someone with a food gun in this series?
0: Food gun guy? I
1: don't food remember gun. that.
0: I don't, I don't recall that well, either. I never
1: saw the series so I wouldn't yeah, I recall series, it anyway.
0: I don't recall that. Anyway, anyway uh, and all of, all of the characters are so well Oh, he active. ate
1: food with a gun.
0: Oh, there you go. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. And cook with it. Yes. Uh, there, 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 toward the end, there, there was a, another government hired assassin that he really his fetish was the licking his gun, you know, putting it in food and licking the food off of the barrel of his loaded gun. It was not pretty. He was he was he was super creepy guy. Anyway, um, uh, all of the characters, they're they're acting. They're, they're they're written so well that it suspends all the disbelief that look at this guy.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's a you, smiling octopus dude yes.
0: Yes, he's a he's an octopus emoji.
1: That's a good but, way of putting
0: it. Exactly. But you you are so into the characters in the story that you forget that. You stop seeing it. You literally stop seeing it. You just you just in your head it's just Kuro sensei. Not an octopus emoji. Fair enough. And that's what makes the story great. That's why it's such a great story, because it pulls you in. I mean, if if you watch the first four episodes of this thing and you don't want to watch the fifth, congratulations. We have now found proof that a human being can have no soul
1: (laughs) or just doesn't like anime.
0: No, no. Even people who don't even my wife who doesn't like anime watch this. This thing's freaking hilarious. I love this show. Fair enough. It's great. The villains. Like I said, these villains are great. I mean, I'll, I'll, you, you, of course, have the have the villain of the week, you know, where you have the the paid government assassin, then uh, th- then you have the, the, the villain of the month, which is the, the, the kid's n- newest plan to assassinate their teacher, you know, and th- then you have the, the the arena of the week where you have arena trying to her utmost to kill him, but failing utterly because she's, you know, coming coming at it from a bad place and then there's the bond villain. Put these guys all together, you have an over arc bond villain type level guy. Then you have your your uh, your X-Files assassin of of the week type guy every episode hired by the government. It's not stop action. It's great villains. There's a new villain every week. You have you have a you have your overarching villain for the whole thing. It's freaking great. That does sound great. And yeah, and just like I said, the writing pulls you into the story. I mean, you get lost in it. You're just watching it, and I, I was watching. I keep, I keep clicking next episode, and I look at the, I look at my computer, and it's one thirty in the morning. I've been watching for five hours. <laughs> I didn't even eat anything. I'm hungry. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> what happened? <laughs> my wife is pissed because she's all of it bed alone. You know? Dang it!
1: But you assassinated your day.
0: It, it assassinated my evening. That's what it did. But bravo, killed it, killed it with fun. It was an easy joke. It, the yeah, I know. Now, uh, the bad parts of this nun. Now, I put an asterisk there because there are some people, if you hate anime and you're and you have no soul, and you're not able to uh, <laughs> to to suspend the whole disbelief and look beyond and see beyond the the octopus emoji. Then you're never gonna really get into it. You're never gonna let yourself really get into the story, and you're gonna lose something. I mean, you are not gonna still not gonna be able to say it's bad, but you're not gonna be able to actually, you know, step into it. Like, like, like it's really easy to do. And that's it. That is my that is my best anime review to the year, 2017.
1: Well, cool. Thank you for the reminder. It's something I definitely need to see. So I appreciate the reminder of that. Thank you, Heathen Dog. You are welcome. As always, you can see more Heathen Dog and his Heathen Dogma in the coming year. Uh, his anime and RPG segments, his team-ups with Garthon, currently teaming up for Warframe and Star Trek Online Foundry Missions. Right. Uh, you can check his streams Monday and Thursday at 8 p.m. What? Yeah, we changed it for the new year, man. Uh, 8 p.m. Central Standard for this War of Mine and Star Trek Online. And you can check his past streams on YouTube. So many things to watch. Some of them creepy, some of them fun.
0: Well, I'm surprised you didn't take credit for this war of mine. It was a Christmas present from you. Yes, it was. And I played it. I, 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 let's see what this is about. I, I might have to give it back because I, <laughs> I got two hours. Let's see what's it's about. And then next thing I knew, it was it was four hours later. Yeah,
1: it's you know, a look, messed God, up God, game. It's
0: freaking awesome. It's messed up, but it's, it's compelling.
1: Yes, yes it is.
0: Yes, I, I recommend you watch it, especially I'm going to start over. In, in survival mode and yeah come come Monday check it out
1: yep check, definitely check out this War of Mine it's a very high, critically uh, lauded uh, mm-hmm. game and I know why yeah cool. so check that out everyone more Heathen Dog coming at you. thank
0: you Heathen Dog you're welcome I have to go and uh, blow my nose hang on a second do that while Heathen Dog blows his nose we will continue onward
1: do doom, 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 all right L1 presents Garthon's Comic Pull! Yes, Garthon's Comic Pull. Garthon is going to talk about the best storyline of 2017 in comic books. It was Batman, the War of Jokes and Riddles by Tom King and Michael Yannon. Alright, we've gone over this. Uh, it's a somewhat recent storyline that's come up. Uh, in which. It has kind of a poor setup. But the. Uh, Batman needs to get something off his chest before he finally commits to marrying Catwoman. And says, "You got to know that I'm the Batman. And as the Batman, I've done bad things. And I have, to get, I have to let you know that the Batman once lost his Bat self. And so he goes on to tell the story about when he first started as Batman. The Joker and Riddler ended up going to war against one another. Recruited all of the other uh, crime figures in Gotham. There were massive civilian casualties. Uh, she remembers her part was going on. She stayed out of it. She's like, not, these guys are psychos. Um, and the main crux was the Riddler, not the Riddler, the Joker lost the ability to laugh. He found nothing funny anymore. And when you're a psychotic who laughs at everything, that's bad. So he was like murdering people and it wasn't funny. And that was bad for him. And he blamed Batman. He couldn't laugh until Batman was dead. He, that was, That's what he said. He was going to kill Batman. Because Riddle said, whoa, 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 you can't kill Batman. Because Batman, to me, is the ultimate riddle. He's able to solve every riddle I put out. I need to create the riddle that he cannot solve. I, he, I need to prove I'm better than him. If you kill him, I can't do that. So I have to kill him first. But I'm going to kill you to stop. So they, they both decide, well, they both can't keep trying to kill Batman. So they have to stop each other from killing Batman first. So they go to war with each other.
0: Which turn, turns the city into a war zone.
1: Right, city into a giant war zone. Um, they end up hiring mercenaries, like Death. Like Riddler gets Deathstroke on his team. Uh, once you go that far, you know you're in trouble. Uh, yeah, R- and then
0: and then they pulled out the stops and got the Kite.
1: Well, Kite Man came in.
0: Kite Man, there you
1: go. Yeah, Kite Man, hell yeah. Um, so it turns to a, a pretty complex storyline, and through it you got your little backstory uh, about Kite Man. Uh, showing like, because at first, at first you don't even know it's Kite Man, but through the the their war, um, this loser's family gets murdered by the Riddler, and it kind of pushes him over the edge to where he remembers the one thing he and his son enjoyed doing together was flying kites. So he used his knowledge of making kites to become a supervillain, so that he could join up with Joker sure. to beat the Riddler. And at the end, the Riddler actually like convinces him like, "Hey, uh, jo- Joker's lost all his henchmen. He's going down. You better team up with me." So they team up together, but Batman already got to Kite Man. And so right when like Joker and his goons are about to get, sorry, Riddler's goons are about to get Joker, uh, their kite packs explode and like s- suck them away. As Kite Man betrays Riddler so they can get Joker, as they're about to kill Batman, it's a very. Long storyline, but in the end, it turns out, you know, jo- uh, Joker is so triumphant over Riddler, thanks to the interference of Kite Man. Hell yeah! <laughs>
0: which, which that, which that, is insane, because it's freaking Kite a Man. Bigger, crucial point. Yeah. He's
1: something you know, C-lister villains don't. You know, henchmen are above Kite Man. Yes. So, <laughs> at that point, you know. As Joker's chance for effort, Riddler looks, looks at Batman who's beaten, looks at Joker. Joker's not laughing and he gives up, says, "Come on, that's not funny. I got beaten by Kite Man. Kite Man. All of this, all of this, look, all this thing. Kite Man is the one who beat me, huh? That's funny, right? Not Batman, nothing else. The biggest loser you can think of, Kite Man." And then Batman just realizes what happened, that, you know, Batman was like, what do you mean? And Riddler's like, I'm not trying to kill you. I can kill you in your sleep. It's not a problem. That, that's not my challenge. No, no, I lied about that. But trying to make the clown who forgot to laugh how to laugh again, that is a challenge. That was my riddle I wanted to crack. Kite Man should have done that. Come on, it's Kite Man. You know, poor Kite Man's just standing there like, oh, I guess I suck. Um, as Batman punches him in the face. Um, and so Batman just kind of goes a little nuts at that point and starts seeing Red as he realizes that all these people died so Riddler could tell a joke to the Joker that's it he murdered Kite Man's family on purpose it would push him over the edge and he would end up becoming Kite Man Riddler figured this out by his psychological profile and through gentle maneuvering to get him to become a supervillain. He did this on purpose. And so Batman just goes nuts, grabs the knife on the table, and goes to stab Riddler in the face, and is blocked by Joker. who The knife goes right through Joker's hand, and he goes, Batman actually tried to kill someone. And he starts laughing. Now that's funny. And that's who he starts laughing. And then Batman's like, Oh no! <laughs> um, I made mean, that sound bad, but... Batman just realized that he cracked under all this. That Riddler and Joker actually showed a little more fortitude than him in this situation. It was early in his career. And that was the War of Jokes from Riddles. It was basically a whole storyline that you didn't understand at first was actually about Kite Man. It was the creation, zenith, and Nader of Kite Man. It's kind of like Star Wars. It really about Anakin Skywalker. The War of Jokes and Riddles is not about Joker or Riddler. Or even about or Batman. Batman. It's actually about Kite Man the whole time. And you don't realize it till the very end. And that was a real deft turn of story writing. Uh, the characters of this were true the entire time. Uh, you always felt like there were high stakes involved. Uh, it was a great Batman story because, in a way because Batman was an ancillary character to the whole thing. Riddler and, and Joker were the stars. Mm. Um, and which is high praise for me about Tom King because I'm not fond of Tom King's Batman in fact I'm so not fond of it that two issues after the War of Jokes Reels ended I'm not buying it anymore two issues? more like four probably but pretty close to that um, because Tom King tends to want to spend too much time with Batman looking down at his belly button in the rain and whining if Alfred loves him like his parents did who are dead if you didn't know because he brings it up twice every All issue. the time. Oh my Literally God.
0: all the time.
1: So I couldn't take that anymore. Uh, the art by Michael Janin or Janin, whichever it is, just knocks it out of the park every page. It has an, an almost photorealistic look to it sometimes. Uh, and they're always true to model. Always true to character. The way he sets a scene is beautiful. The way he uses uh, dark and light, shadowing. And the way he could set a scene is just incredible. Um, he's not in the book anymore either. Uh, which is another reason why I stopped buying Batman. But this just just one of those stories that's going to be talked about for years. It's going to be collected and resold in volumes like The Dark Knight forever, because it's a great Batman story. Um, so yeah, that's my best story line of 2017. I gave uh, like a couple issues. Uh, five. I think I gave an issue of this five stars, which I never do. Uh, well, very rarely. Most of them were four and a half, four stars, every issue. Art was knocking out of the park. Story knocking out of the park. Just loved every minute of it. Even though setting us the silly backdrop of Batman telling a story to Catwoman in his underwear. Of course, they don't show that too much. So, top storyline.
0: Wait, wait. uh, uh, Fun fact. Uh, Mikel Yannin, or Janin, whatever his name He's from Spain. And he left his his apparently successful career as an architect in 2010 to work on comics.
1: Well, the guy's got freaking talent. He's, you go. He, right now, is one of my favorite modern artists. He really is. I, uh, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. If you want to be happy reading comic books, in general, you don't follow a character. Like, you don't say, I love Green Lantern, and always buy Green Lantern, even when it sucks. Follow creative teams. If oh. you find an artist who you love, follow that artist. If they go to a different book, go to that book with him. You're going to at least enjoy the art. And hopefully you'll find a new comic to love. A new character you hadn't thought of before. If you have an, a writer you love. Follow that writer. If they stop writing the book you love. Yeah, Lily just said that in chat. If you find a writer you love. And they go to a different book. Follow that writer. Because they're going to keep writing quality stories. He'll also let you know if they were like a one note writer. Like, well he was really good writing Spider-Man. But he's really bad writing Deathstroke. You know, that's possible. So, that's what you do. Um, if you're stubborn, you follow a character or a comic line. And a lot of the times, you're disappointed. <coughs> Captain America. So <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers. Um, but yeah. Again, five stars. Best around 2017, hands down, in major comic books, was The War of Jokes and Riddles. Excellent. Next is the biggest train wreck of 2017.
0: Hey, uh, uh, the Amazing uh, Spider-Man, uh,
1: renew your vows. Uh, written by Jody Houser, art by Nick Roche. For the first, the writer uh, around was issue 11, the artist changed, yeah. and it was scary. Issue 13, the writer changed as well. Before that, this was one of my favorite comic books. Alternate World, yeah. Jeff uh, Johns is a great art example. Uh, Lily, yes, I agree completely. He is fantastic. But he's uh, right now, he's so wrapped up in the DC cinematic universe, it's hard, uh, you know, he isn't writing nearly as much. I don't even think he has a regular book anymore. Anyway, uh, back to The Amazing Spider-Man Renew Your Vows. Beginning half you of the... Had, yeah, you had
0: nothing but praise this book the yeah, first 11 months. I
1: did. Alternate storyline, uh, it basically said the events of uh, One More Day Didn't Happen, Aunt May Died. Peter and Mary Jane stayed married and happy, had a little, had a kid and everything was wonderful. Um, really interesting storyline. Uh, nice. It felt like classic Spider-Man in that he's working a job. Mary Jane's working a job. They're trying to make ends meet. Also trying to do superhero stuff on the side while keeping their family together. It felt like a core of love in the family and everything just rang really true. Um, Uh, You had the evil child, Normie Osborne, uh, the de facto lead of Oscorp. His mom technically ran the company, but he was actually a child prodigy genius running it for the Shadows. Um, Dealing with uh, events from Edge of Spider-Verse. so A lot of stuff came together in this storyline. And it was a really interesting read. Uh, Right after the first about 12 issues where there was a definite story arc, uh, where it's kind of like the you showing the family to that, but the main villain of Normie Osborne, you know, becoming obsessed with Spinnerette, or the uh, female, the child of Spider-Man and Mary Jane. Trying to figure out who she is, just, you know, because they're the same age and he just was obsessed with superheroes because he blamed Spider-Man for his father's death. Like always. Yes. Well, you know, the, you know Spider-Man, if Spider-Man had not jumped out of the way of the Goblin Glider, that killed his dad, you know. If he oh, died no, if I, instead. If I
0: hadn't saved my own life, uh, yeah, their, you know, life fine, shut up. Right.
1: Fuck. Um, <laughs> so, with all that going on, if all the abnormally like, becoming more and more evil, eventually deciding that he was going to take revenge against Spider-Man, it was revealed that he'd been taking micro doses of the Green Goblin formula to make him smarter. He's like, oh, if it's a small doses it won't make me evil. Eh, sure. so, it, it made him a little evil. Um, but after he, but he actually, like, found redemption. He realized what he was doing was wrong, tried to stop it. Um, it ended up becoming, you know, and at the, it, it's still into the big fight at the end. Great storyline. Nice story arc. And it ends with uh, eight years later. She's 18, moving out of the house, and the art sucks now. It's like, what? What happened? And then the writer changed, and the story went right to hell. Um, it, it's so bad it won't even stick in my brain. I can't remember. Um, the characters all of a sudden got really wooden. The, uh, it, the, the, uh, the art turned to absolute hell. Uh, it looked like worse than 70s Saturday morning cartoon art. Everything was kind of stiff in the way it was drawn. Nothing was close to smooth.
0: It was back to Spider-Man and his amazing friends.
1: Yeah, I wish it was that good. Um, oh my god. <laughs> the, and it went from an interesting superhero story... To becoming uh, Peter Parker drives his daughter to college and they talk in a car for 30 pages. It was boring as hell.
0: Mm.
1: Oh, but they'd have a, you know, they'd break up the driving to go punch to the face real quick, then get back in the car and start, and move into her dorm room. Oh my God, who cares? Uh, Lily says, let's be real, Garth, and you could pull almost all Marvel comics except for Wreck of the Year. Glad they're making good movies. There are a lot of train wrecks this year in Marvel. It was you not a good year for one. Marvel.
0: This 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 was the one that disappointed me. This is the one that me hurt Marvel. me the most,
1: as a train wreck. Hurt him,
0: hurt him where he lives.
1: Well, train wreck. In, well, this got the vote for train wreck in that it was going great, and then it just went off the rails. Hmm. Most of the year was going great. About mid through the year, just went off the rails and decided to suck. I don't know why. Well, new right, new creative team is why, um, and they just couldn't keep it up just turned to absolute hell. So, other things were more consistently bad. So that is my oh, award. Biggest train wreck. Lily says the Captain America story killed killed her on the inside a little bit. Really? That's interesting. Winner of the worst storyline of the year, Secret Empire.
0: Hey. Winner of the Golden
1: Pooh Award. Congratulations. Golden Poo award. Good job. Uh, written by Nick Spencer, if you can call it writing. Art by Daniel Acuna. Oh, God. <laughs> there are so many things wrong with this series it was too long it had too Mm -hmm. many side issues Mm -hmm. it took a beloved character and completely peed on his legacy and everything he stood for um i oh
0: it's worse every single uh every single franchise that that the secret empire touched turned to crap right uh, yeah, the, the, the only franchises that, that, uh, that weathered this storm are the ones that either refused or they just didn't care about and did, didn't want to have a Secret Empire tie-in
1: yep. episode. Uh, Lily says the art wasn't bad. Yes and no. Oh my Dude. god. Number Was
0: it number two or number
1: seven? Uh, there were some issues which were just god-awful and some were pretty good. Uh, they had multiple artists working on it and some of them were absolutely number- terrible.
0: Number, I, I think you said it was number two that was the worst art you've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, it was the, the main, worst art I've ever in seen in a mainstream comic, comic
1: book. book. Yeah, it yes. was just absolutely god-awful. Um, plot holes, you could drive Mack trucks through. Um, it be- and as soon as issue one hit, or issue zero, or as soon as that issue, the Cap- issue of Captain America happened where you saw Cap saying Hail Hydra, and everyone flipped... And people demanded Marvel stop this idiocy immediately. And Marvel came back saying, no, no, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. This is so going to be great. And my prediction was, it's going to be Superman 3. You're going to have good Cap versus evil Cap. Or or like Evil Dead, where Ash divides in half and they have to punch each other out. And guess what? I was right. Called it right in the nose. Right Right? at the end. In the beginning. I called it because it's so freaking painfully obvious and stupid. Um... And this is right after stuff they where they turned Falcon into Captain America, and mm-hmm. at first it was pretty good, and then all of a sudden they changed creative teams and it turned right to hell, and it turned to a bunch of naval gazing Falcon whining, um,
0: like oh I'm not good enough, I'm not or, good oh, enough, oh, it's like for, for,
1: no one for accepts
0: reason, me, uh, I'm I'm too black now. When 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 like one issue ago. You know, it wasn't about race. It was it was just about you know holding the standard.
1: Right. It was like two issues you know, previous like, to that, he was beloved and everyone accepted him as Captain America. And then they cried to switch so these back to boohoo. No one likes me. It's like, when did this happen? It when was whiplash. Yeah. Uh, Lily said the whole planetary shield stuff was the dumbest crap. You've seen a way to, uh, as a way to stop power heroes from stopping them. And then yes, and then yes. screwing Quasar broke this. Yeah, yeah. And then Quasar just broke the shield down.
0: Well, yep.
1: Quasar with help broke the shield.
0: Yes, with
1: help. Uh, some power ballads and a you-can-do-it chant. You know. And I think there were people shooting with lasers at the time, too. But, yeah.
0: You got the touch! Do-do-do-do! <laughs>
1: Popped up the Matrix of Leadership, started going. But so many bad things happened. And they basically bottled up any character could have just one punch tap out. Um, yes. They tried, it's like they were trying to make a political statement, but it was... At the same time... So... Look! Here's my political statement right in your face. And also so... Uh... Non-understandable... In how it was written... That it really was a confused message. And it has done damage to Captain America... And his brand for years to come. The Captain America comic... Has been a couple... Uh, issues since then. And it hasn't recovered. Um... The last issue of Captain America wasn't bad. But it wasn't great. And to make things worse... Well, I could talk about that later. No, I'll talk about it now. To make it worse for Captain America... What's the dumbest thing you could do to a character you're trying to rebuild? Oh yeah, and Evil Cap is still alive and in prison. So we're never going to see him again.
0: Oh god, stop.
1: (laughs) Lily makes an excellent point. But... So dumb. All right, Captain America is trying to rebuild his rep, show America that Earth is still cool and still stands for something. And so the So of course the best thing to do is have a story arc where you pull him out of continuity and put him a million years in the future. Or two thousand years. Why? 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 What do you mean why? That's brilliant. It's
0: brilliant. Really? No,
1: it's not. It's the worst thing they could freaking do. Um, I hate it because they just a couple years ago had a, a Dimension Z thing, where Arnim Zola took him to a pocket dimension. And for a year, he was out of continuity. Of course, since they left the dimension, it's like no time had passed. But when Sharon Carter finally got out, she was an old woman. That's why Sharon Carter's old in the comics now, not young. Which is, But he's young, and now she's old. Because the Cosmic Cube, when she made him young, didn't bother making Sharon young again. I well, guess. It's just mean. It's, yeah, it's just mean, honestly. Kind of petty, really, when you think about it. Um. Yes, Lily says, yeah, I didn't even read that part about the future thing. I was done. Yeah, you should be at this point. Because yes, they start rehabilitating Captain America, and they have a good writer on Cap right now. But if his big pitch is, Cap gets sent to the future, who the hell cares? I want to see Cap with the Avengers. Fix, and guess what? That's yes, not going to happen. Stuff, I want to see Cap uh, leading the Unity Squad of, on the, of the Uncanny Avengers, which are going to be part of the main Avengers. I want to see Cap teaming up with Iron Man. I want to see Cap holding an American flag and punching bad guys in the face all around the world. I want to see him punching Kim Jong-un in his stupid, fat, cabbage patch face. That's what I want to see. And guess what I'm getting? Him sent to the future to freaking be Mad Max. Which is almost as bad as Secret Empire. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the absolute worst storyline, hands down, of 2017. It, it, it's bad. Possibly a, the it, decade. Possibly, it's the worst Captain America storyline ever. It is, in my opinion, the worst Marvel massive storyline ever. Uh cross-promotional, year-long event. It's the worst one ever. A story that should never have been told. That led to nothing because it was all magic wanded away at the end. Just pointless on so many levels. All it did was alienate fans, lose readership, and make everyone hate Captain America and Marvel comics. And just good God in heaven. Uh, even the old Matt Logan, yeah. Marvel, ha- Marvel uh, is canceling a lot of books this year because it needs to. Um, I've said it, I said it last stream. Marvel took a lot of risks in 2017 most of them did not pay off. Comic book wise. Most of them did not pay off at all. Movie wise, they played it very safe. Um, Comic book wise, they took risks. Stupid risks. They gave prominent characters to people with no experience writing comic books and they were awful. Um, uh, Lily says, Old Man Logan comic stripped awful this year. Was enjoying them. Loves the long payoff. Yeah, so do I. Uh, War of Jokes and Riddles was a long storyline with a great payoff. Mm-hmm. Um, Secret Empire was a long storyline, which was bad the entire way, which got flack from everyone. Even non-comic media gave it flack the whole time. And we were promised a great ending. And, I, you know, one of my comments early on was, if you're promised a great ending, this better end with, you know, Jesus himself coming to sell me this book and redeeming everyone's souls because that's how bad this book has become there's nothing you could do at the end that would make it good nothing
0: well no i mean uh it's 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 exactly like like the doctor saying okay if you still sit still for this shot you get a lollipop it tells you one thing this is gonna suck yep and they say this lollipop's going to be good at the end. But then you get the lollipop and it's the sugar-free kind that sucks anyway.
1: It's the sugar-free kind that tastes like NyQuil.
0: Exactly. And so now, now you're left just crying.
1: Yes. And life sucks. And that's what this was. Yes. This was the NyQuil lollipop at the end of a series of shots. Yep. <sighs> Lily's enjoying Dark Knight's Metal. A lot of people are. Uh, Doomsday Clock is good surprisingly really dense thematically that was kind of that was in my running for storyline of the year but it's ongoing the year's not over yeah, so i it's, couldn't it's do it
0: too, yeah it's too new
1: yeah yeah but
0: that yeah, that's how it's gonna go
1: yeah uh, that is Garthon's 2017 awards
0: yay
1: yay see i wanted to end with best he thought I said no end with no, worst no no
0: you gotta you gotta end with the stinker
1: i want to end with you foamy at the mouth and angry at the universe why'd they do that to Captain America? I mean, for God's sake, do it to Iron Man. Oh wait, they did, sort of, right before that. Um, With the offense of Axis, he was evil at the end of it. Obviously he's dead now, I don't know if he was good before he was dead, but he actually turned evil, it made Sabretooth good, and he's still good. And turned Iron Man evil, Uh, he's dead, but he's good I guess.
0: perfect sense. Perfect sense to me.
1: But do you know what the evil thing Tony Stark did when he was evil at the end of Axis? What's
0: that?
1: It's so evil, it's going to blow your mind.
0: Oh my god, no, i got to hold on to my head. Go ahead.
1: All right, he used Stark tech on his special Stark uh, iPhones, or S-phones, or they were called, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Special exotech, special like nanotech. Yeah, okay. You could download a free app, which would make you beautiful. It would actually physically alter your appearance to make you beautiful. But... That's the evil thing. No, the evil part is... There was a monthly fee! Dun-dun-dun! What was it? Like 10, uh, like 10, 20 bucks, I think. Uh, or was it 50? It wasn't some insane fee. It, was it like, wasn't
0: some insane amount. It was like, like, you know...
1: And it's yeah, not like, if you don't maintain it, you will die until you're old. No, it's just, no, just you're not hot that, anymore.
0: The way you were before. Okay.
1: It's like, who thought of... Okay, I actually kind of see this as like a joke subplot. Okay, it's a good idea. Yes. You know, but... As your major point of why he's so evil. That's <laughs> uh, not really
0: evil. No. I mean EA it's, it's is more, more evil. Like, you know, it's 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 more like screwing the whole social structure of, of the you know, of the world a little bit. Yeah, well, I suppose. Bit. But I wouldn't call it evil just maybe no, a practical I mean, joke. I don't know.
1: EA could make that more evil in three minutes.
0: Oh yeah, they really know good what? at making anything
1: evil. You'd sit there and you would use it and you'd go like, "Hey babe, we're ready to what's down there?" Oh no, that's DLC. Ah, oh, no junk for. <laughs> so, that's what EA would do. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you want the adult add-on pack? That's $200, my friend.
0: You know. <laughs> per month.
1: Per month or per use. Oh, babe. Yeah.
0: <laughs> See, I'm oh, telling you. Oh no.
1: See that's oh that
0: that is that is EA right there. There you go. That is it.
1: See, just gotta. That is it. <laughs> but they make bank. You gotta use the smaller one for twenty one hundred hours, and then you can unlock the bigger one. <laughs>
0: see, e- see, I just have to EA more it the, right now, and the, it's evil. Miss, misshapen skinny bicycle stand you have there now, <laughs> you gotta use that for forty eight hundred hours, and right, then right, you. See, Next tier.
1: all you gotta do is learn EA's uh, Battlefront 2 lessons, boom, you made it more evil right away. You have actually made it legitimately evil. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> okay. EA and Secret Empire shaking hands, giving big thumbs up to each other. Oh, you destroyed an institution too? Oh, secret handshake of evil. So... <laughs> Uh, All right. I tell you you bump. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you, everyone. Thank you. All right. If you want more Garthon, you can check out Garthon's comic poll every week. Uh, You can also check out my team ups with that heathen dog cat. He's groovy. Uh, On Star Trek Online, Secret World Legends. Uh, We are teaming up Sunday nights in Warframe, shooting those who need to be shot.
0: Which is pretty much everybody else.
1: Yeah, pretty much. And uh, having a good time with that. Nice sci-fi action. Nice. And it's had a, some major updates. And they are good. We have They're to turn it. And also check out good. our uh, streaming uh, team-ups. We stream them when they happen Thursday nights of Star Trek Online Foundry Missions. That we put them on YouTube. You should check them out there as well.
0: And, and if the Foundry is down for some reason, then we will go back to Secret World.
1: Yep, which is fun as well. Also a recommended mm-hmm. game. RNG. All right, and RNG, we are. You tell us He the Dog.
0: There you go. Okay. Well, for RNG today, I decided I wanted to see what, what Garthon's favorite favorite movie of 2000 that, that came out in 2017. It's credited, listed with 2017. Oh, I now, forgot to not mention, not saying... that's right. He
1: also gave. Uh, sorry, Stark also gave uh, Daredevil
0: the Sight back. Yes. Evil. Evil. Ooh. Anyway, not the best. Like, oh, this is the best movie out of the whole year. Like, no, your favorite movie. Your favorite movie. It just so happens that Garthon thinks that his favorite movie is also the best. Well, it would have to be. I obviously (laughs) disagree.
1: Well, it's objective.
0: Subjective. Either way. That's why it's favorite. All right. Here we are. Let's see him. Garthon on on the left. Ethan Dog on the right. Garthon, tell us why this is your favorite movie of 2017.
1: Because it has Ryan Gosling and he is dreamy. Try again. Yours says Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. That's why you chose it, because you think he's dreamy.
0: Nope. (laughs) Well, yes, but nope.
1: (laughs) All right. Blade Runner 2049 is my favorite movie of the year. Uh, It's an in depth sci fi. Thriller. It is not an action film. It's not full of stupid explosions everywhere. There are deep characters with, with uh, deep motivations behind it. It has an intriguing storyline based off of a film, but it's not a direct sequel so it's not totally tied to everything that happened. The, uh, uh... Lily's not allowed to talk and chat anymore. The, uh... <laughs> it takes the legacy of Tyrell and makes it into something interesting. It draws upon the emotion of the characters and where they're going. You think the story goes one way but it has has a twist you never see coming. It uh, it just hit it to me was a worthy sequel to Blade Runner, which I never thought I'd see. Uh, I think it was a little too deep for some critics, uh, just because they wanted an action shooty film, and this is not an action shooty film. This is a detective story. This is a noir film set in the future, and that's what you get. that's just some of the reasons i could go on the sets were beautiful the special effects were insane it just it hit every every note for me loved it
0: okay well i chose the hitman's bodyguard reason being is because it is just an easy film to watch you sit back you get your popcorn you put some put some uh chocolate balls in there mix them up eat them you're gonna have a fun time there's two reasons why this movie is super fun. One, I believe in my heart that whoever wrote this went to Samuel Jackson. You know what? You you're you're a professional. You you've read your lines. You memorized your lines, all right? He'll go, yeah, motherfucker. Forget it. Do whatever you want. Just do whatever you want. Just be you, all over the place. Just be you all over the film, and we'll work around it. And he went, all right, and he did, and it was awesome. And it was awesome because a lot of people say, "Oh, Samuel Jackson. Sometimes he plays the same guy. He sounds like the same guy in in many of his movies."
1: Well, I think he's cast and to sound like that guy, though.
0: It, but people that, hire him because they want that. That that's fair. So so the people who are hiring for this movie, what well, you know what. If Samuel Jackson is gonna be cast like Samuel Jackson, why don't we knock some bodies down with it? Let's just let him be super Samuel Jackson, and that's exactly what they did. They, they just let Samuel Jackson go, be do whatever the heck he wanted, and they just filmed it. And then Ryan Reynolds just like acted around him, like got out of his way. Good move, weird. Ryan. Good move, which was, which was a good move. And number two, the plot is solid, but it's not serious i mean it's not a serious movie it is a fun movie there's explosions there's there's train wrecks there's there's jokes and the jokes are funny there there's one-liners there there's there was a couple times where a joke was long drawn out you know where it was like it was like five minutes coming then you finally got the payoff and then you realize what the last five minutes was really about and you're like oh that was pretty funny oh, Stuff like that you know, lily saying cool.
1: that she wants that she wants a liam neeson and simon L. jackson movie that would be beautiful Oh my
0: god no that'd be that'd be that'd be too there'd be too much testosterone in one film you couldn't have that Oh it that'd would, be awesome it would be all it'd be like in like fifth dimension you have to you have to watch it in five dimensions to actually see that'd be cool. all of the giant balls Better. <laughs> <laughs> <That would be. laughs> But anyway yeah Hitman's bodyguard the, the plot is simple but solid uh the the acting the acting especially Samuel Jackson is solid and compelling and, uh, yeah, it's got explosions. It's got gunfights and it's, it's, it's got Ryan Reynolds, uh, being the secondary main, which is what he's not supposed to be the lead actor in a movie. He's not supposed to be. And this one, he's not Samuel L. Jackson's the lead actor in the movie. He's the lead backup. And that's where he shines. That's where he should stay. You, you put him in the lead in a movie. Green Lantern. And it's gonna blow. Uh, Deadpool. Oh no! But he was behind a mask the whole time. Is that a coincidence? I don't know. Most of the time, but that was a good film. It was. It, it was a good. It was a good. It was a good film. But you know, you weren't seeing his face at all. And I'm not even sure that was actually him all, all a lot of the time in that mask. There's no way. There's no way to know. There's no way to know. He he was in a booth doing voiceover. He he may he may as well be doing a a, a cartoon at that point. He had a mask on so much. But in this one, he has no mask, all that stuff like that. But he is second fiddle to Samuel Jackson, and he shines as a supporting actor. So yes, that's why it's my favorite. It's fun to watch, it's easy to watch, it's entertaining to watch.
1: I can I get that. that. Sounds fun. I mean, I always I, I like Blade Runners because I left the theater still buzzing about, it, thinking about why and then things like that. You know, trying mm-hmm. to pierce the mysteries and such. Uh, Hitman's Bodyguard is like a fun, hell yeah, kind of film. So Yeah. Very, very different reasons why they're our favorites. They're very different films. So, objectively hard to call either one best. These are just our favorites. If someone right now said to me, hey, when the last year's over, you want to watch he Gives some Popcorn and watch Blade Runner? I'd be like, hell yeah! Much like you'd probably say, Hitman's Bodyguard. Yeah, sure, yeah, let's do that. Yeah, I'll
0: watch that one. That's a, that's a fun ride.
1: Yeah, so. Very nice. Very nice. All right, so if you want... More of this than you should. You can also check out Max Leo and
0: Elgarian. Yes.
1: Coming back Elgarian strong. A new
0: year. Yes. Right. He's gone for a while, but he's coming back he's He was just recouping,
1: running. regenerating strength. He's really been going full force. You check out uh, uh, RPOTA, World Players of the Avatar, oh, yeah. uh, on twi- uh, Twitter. He's actually been doing a lot of stuff there, doing some great little updates, great information. I've learned a lot about the game just from his uh, yeah, Twitter. Just from his tweets. Yeah, yeah, it's been great. Um, but you can check Max Liao's streams Fridays at noon Central Standard, 1900 oh, Central oh. European.
0: Go, go to that link. Hang on, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna put it into chat so it's clickable. Hang on, I'm gonna put that link in chat so you can, so you can click on it. You have to go to it, and you have to choose. You have to choose the game that will make Max Liao the most frustrated. Don't choose that. Choose which game yes. you want to see. No, no, no. Thirty thirty Death War Redux. It's it's eight bit nonsense. Don't let them have that. That's actually sixteen
1: are, bit, just so you know.
0: Whatever, whatever. And uh, uh, what was the other one? Uh, book of Demons. It it just looks it, it, uh, again low res it's, nonsense. It's a book with demons. Grim Dawn. Grim Dawn. It's dark. The uh, the uh, humanity's on the brink of extinction. It's freaking awesome. Choose that one. Or Firetop Mountain if you want to be all, you know, uh, warlocky warlocks meet you know a little house on the prairie i guess i don't know
1: uh lily was asking um am i lame to think uh, guardians of the galaxy 2 is one of the best that was a fun film that was just oh, a fun no. popcorn film it
0: was that's exactly what it was made for that that's why they had all the pretty pretty bright colors it and had all the I, you know, all, yeah you know, yeah light. just
1: just like uh yeah. guardians of the galaxy 3 which came out this year
0: <laughs> guardians of galaxy 3 yeah oh you mean thor ragnarok oh was that what they called it
1: I thought it was Guardians of the Galaxy 3
0: Yes, yes, and that is that is a shame I mean, after after Thor 2, it needed a new direction It did, but that was, was whiplash-inducing copying, copying the Guardians' direction was the wrong way to go It was entertaining,
1: it was a fun film But I got whiplashed by the direction change If you tried to watch all the films yeah. in a row The first two feel like oh. part of a series The third does not
0: The third one feels like it's completely different way on the tracks Yeah, it- way.
1: It was a fun – I'm not going to say it wasn't fun. I laughed. I had a fun time watching it, but I didn't think of it was a serious film, you know? Mm-hmm. I, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 was a more serious film than Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok was, you know, a, a buddy comedy, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, Thor and the Hulk.
1: Did you know Matt Damon's in that film? Who is he? Uh, in the beginning, uh, when Loki hid, uh, disguised as Odin is watching the play about the hero Loki – um, when the illusion comes off, you see the actors. Oh, no, wait. The, the actor playing Loki in the play is Matt Damon. Really? Yeah.
0: yeah. I didn't realize that.
1: Yeah, he's actually, that's like, good. friends with Tom's, uh, with uh, the guys who play Thor and Loki. He's actually friends with them. It's like, hey, you want to be in the film? He's like, sure, why not? What am I doing? And so that's what he did. Yeah, just messing okay. around, having a good time. I thought it was funny when I found cool. that out. Cool. Matt Damon. So, yeah, vote in the poll nice that's a silly that's a good film not great but it's good uh poll closes one hour before the stream oh man so he's got to be ready with any of those games any minute so vote
0: he's got till friday he's got a week
1: vote early vote often yes.
0: uh, Actually, i mean wait I, I vote I once, vote once. <laughs> i tried voting one once, then it didn't work
1: but tell your friends
0: I, i'm gonna go to my wife's computer vote again then my son's computer vote again so <laughs>
1: as long as, as, long as money, the ips money. are different um also check out Algarian Streaming, Shroud of the Avatar for Forsaken Virtues. Uh, the game has gone a lot, through a lot of updates. It's looking really good now, I think. Uh, check it out, Tuesdays and Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time.
0: That's right.
1: Good yeah,
0: stuff. Uh, yeah, we were actually talking about it. And I said, uh, Algarian, oh, when when do you play Shroud of the Avatar? You played every day, right? Yeah, I played every day for like two, three hours in the beginning of the day before I go out to lunch and, well... What about, why don't you just stream that? I mean, you're going to do it anyway, right? Just an extra button click and start talking. Huh. Okay. Yeah, I've actually <laughs> so liked his it. streams.
1: I've actually caught, I've, I've caught pieces of a few of them. I haven't been able to watch for more than like 30 minutes at a well, time. Cause yeah, because usually you're at work. Yeah. But no, yeah. I've liked them. So I think it's a great stream. Great, great addition. Glad Algarian's in there. Yep. All right. And make sure you can check out all of Legion of Myth. Look at that. Look at that. That's a big old graph. Uh, On Sundays, Garth and Heathen Dog team up. This is our streaming central, I guess. Uh, 8.30 p.m. Central. Mondays at 8 p.m. Central. Heathen Dog does Variety. You have guests. This time, of course, This War of Mine. (laughs) This War of Mine, thank you. Tuesday is Zilgarian. We just talked about that. Wednesday is at 9 a.m. Central. Thursday, Garth and Heathen Dog team up for Star Trek Online. And on Friday at noon Central, Max Liao streams. And, of course, Bleach with live stream every week, 8 p.m. Central. Anime, comics, games. Check it out. You're checking it out. You should. It's good stuff. You should come back. They're solid guys, so I've heard. Yeah. They're veterans, you know. <laughs> Bleach Myth, veteran owned. Wow, we should put that on there.
0: <laughs> it's actually true.
1: It is. <laughs> Frighteningly enough. All right. If you like this, and you should, as all discerning people do, you can follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Legion Myth through YouTube, youtube.com, look for Legion of Myth. Reddit.com slash r slash Legion Myth through Facebook. Look, go to Facebook, type in Legion of Myth, look for us. You can tweet us at Legion of Myth. Available on Discord, just look for Legion of Myth. Facebook Messenger, check out our Steam group, join our community, and get the audio version of this through SoundCloud, iTunes, or Google Play Music. Oh. If you want to support Legion of Myth financially, there are many ways to do so, and we will not discourage you from doing any of them. You can, of course, get, <laughs> do so directly through a Twitch streaming subscription, twitch.tv slash Legion Myth, a Patreon subscription at patreon.com slash Legion Myth. A Streamlabs donation is always nice, twitch.streamlabs.com slash Legion Myth, directly through PayPal at paypal.me slash Legion of Myth, or getting our gear and impressing everyone you want to impress. You looking for a raise? This is how you do it. Shop.spreadshirt.com Legion Myth. Wear it to work, let them know you're a Legionnaire, give the secret handshake. That money's yours, my friend.
0: There you go. And, and of course, with with the purchase of every item, you get the instructions for the secret handshake. Absolutely. Of course.
1: Free of charge. Free of charge.
0: Yep. 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 And then you're in.
1: We'd like to give a special thank you to our top subscribers Hicks206 from Daisy, Red Specs Gaming, another fine Twitch streamer. Uh, through Patreon, Hicks206, Sharers, Elgarian, through Streamlabs, Baldahar, Erwin Rommel, The Cools Harem, The Magical Catgirl Fanboy, Special Fire, The Level 99 Catgirl Armor Lover, Heathen Dog, and through PayPal, Alan51. Thank you all for your generous donations. This would not be possible without your generous support. Do you have any final words of wisdom, Heathen Dog?
0: Well, the new year's coming up. Uh, everyone drive safely. Always, always get a designated driver and drink responsibly.
1: Oh, thank you, Baldahar. So... Remember when you have one life, live it well, live it nerdy, and have a great Diurnal Anomaly.